BMW. The 77%. Around the world, scientists are racing to find a vaccine for the coronavirus. Without a cure, a vaccine is the only way to save lives. South Africa is leading the charge in Africa. I'm not one of those who would outright reject it. If it's going to benefit humanity, I would be willing to listen. But not everyone thinks they are safe. With these trials, we're putting people's lives at risk, especially with the youth, because this is the future. And so we're putting the future at risk. And, and personally, I don't think that makes sense in a way. South Africa, though, is not taking any chances. We have in South Africa very strong ethics committees and very strong regulatory authority uh, that oversee clinical trials. Welcome to the 77%. The space for Africans to have conversation. I am Michael Luti. And on today's show, I'll be taking you around Africa so we understand how young people feel about vaccine trials. Echobe Raymond says it looks like people are not aware of what's happening. Why on earth does it start in Africa? Have you thought about that? Why doesn't it start in China, where all these virus things came from? You can also join the debate on our Facebook page. It's DW Africa. Last month, South Africa began the first clinical trial in Africa for a COVID-19 vaccine. This trial will involve more than 2,000 people between 18 and 65 years. Let's head straight to Johannesburg and hear what young people think. Hello, Jambo, Salam, Bomdia, Dumela, Sabona, Bonjo, Sanu. This is 77% coming from Johannesburg. I'm Tusokumalo. Today in our segment, we want to look at uh, different clinical trials that are happening around the world to try and find a cure for the coronavirus. To discuss these issues, I'm going to be talking to a number of young people here in South Africa to tell us if the youth should participate, if they don't, then what happens? If they do, what about the dangers that are involved? I'll ask them to introduce themselves now. Warm greetings to our listeners. My name is Lita. I'm currently studying accounting at the University of Johannesburg and in my second year. Greetings, everyone. My name is Lindy Chabangu. I'm currently studying at UNISA. I'm doing education. Greetings to you all. My name is Belinda N. Nyati, a student from the University of Johannesburg, currently studying food technology, and I'm doing my second year. Thank you. Uh, good day to everyone. My name is Sikhe Vuke, and I'm currently studying at the University of South Africa, doing my LLB degree. Let me start with you, Lita. Straight away to the question. Should the youth participate in this program or not? I strongly believe the youth should participate as I foresee some, some positives that should come along with it. Belinda, do you agree with it? Well, I'm very much for the idea that the youth should participate. Reason being that, I mean, what is an experiment that does not include all age groups? And taking that, the future is within the youth. We might need to have the youth being vaccinated from the coronavirus so that in the future we also know 
that the strain does not get to affect the youth or anyone. So everyone should be part of the trial. And Lindy, you seem not to agree. No, absolutely. With these trials, we're putting people's lives at risk, especially with the youth, because this is the future. And so we're putting the future at risk. And, and personally, I don't think that makes sense in a way. Our bodies naturally can fight off these diseases without even trying to get the vaccines and all the medication and all that that have the side effects at the same time. Belinda, Lindy says, uh, let's forget about these vaccines because it's not what God said uh, we should have. In response to what Lindy just said, I'd like to highlight something. She talks about the youth being the future. Now, take it this way. We have the future that is not vaccinated against a virus. What happens in the future? Don't you think it's still going to continue to kill the very same future that we're trying to protect now? If we don't include the youth, that means we do not have an answer to what the vaccine has on a stronger immune system, right? Can I get the answer to that? Yeah. Sitla, what's the answer? We cannot use humans as uh, testing subjects. We're talking about lives here. People are already recovering. We know how to curb. We know how to protect. We know how to contain ourselves from the virus. If you just quarantine yourself at home, put on your mask, sanitize your hands, everything will go according to plan and you will just be fine and recover. It's better than taking an actual risk of taking the virus straight Sorry into your blood. If you're talking about the sanitizers, the masks and staying at home, are you trying to say the economy is going to be on shutdown for that long? Because, I mean, at some point you need to have to leave your house to get the groceries, to get the essentials, everything that you need. You need to leave the house. Can I get some clarity there? Yeah. Before Sinclair answers actually that question, I'd just like to add a compilation onto what Belinda just said there. Firstly, addressing Lindy's statement when she was talking about actually the prescribed solution from those of us who are of the Christian proclivity. I do agree with her that uh, it's actually good, but what she's mentioning is something that we usually refer to prevention is better than cure, right? Those prescriptions are for people to prevent and people who are not in the conditions that we are in right now. But like we have to be alert and aware that right now we are within the circumstances. So to actually say people should actually just abstain from certain things when they are already affected by them it cannot actually work. And then going to Sitler's point, the thing is, it's not like we just take the vaccines and just test them on you. There are experiments that are first done, for instance, on animals, so that we check whether the vaccines are working or not, and then we can put them on human beings. The truth about the matter is that the pandemic is here, and it has affected a lot of people. And it's not a matter of as though introducing the vaccines were actually killing much of the population. Already thousands of people and millions of people are already dying around the world. So we just need a new solution. What is it that we need to do that's new? Because whether or not we do not do them, people are still going to die. But the question that we have to be curious about is, what if we introduce the vaccine and it actually works and actually saves a lot of people that are dying right now? Okay, sister, you wanted to come in? To other people, it won't make sense that we have tested a drug or a vaccine from an animal, and now we're testing it on people. Remember, not everyone is the same, like I'm saying. Someone is sick out there, sick of something that we do not know. Someone is sick of pre-existing conditions. You're actually taking a vaccine at your own risk. That, to me, is a very thrilling statement because if a doctor tells you you're taking this thing at your own risk, he's actually telling you this, this, is my, this might not work on you and you might die, and there's nothing we will do if you die. 
to add on Sisha's point, the fact that this vaccine has to be injected into your body and then you have to be exposed to that um, COVID environment so that they can test and see how effective this vaccine is. So with that person, with those underlying diseases, then they're exposed to that environment. And then at the same time, this vaccine is actually not working. We are actually adding on to the death um, rate okay, okay. and especially um, with the youth in particular. On that note, you guys, Sikhe and Linda, you guys are talking about the underlying diseases, right? Yes. Okay, let's take note that whenever somebody is going to be in trial for a vaccine, there are some phases that they go through, and testing their blood is part of that. Yes, so it's not like their diseases won't be known. It's going to be known that, no, this one has got diabetes, this one has got this and that and that. Okay. And it's going to be known. And the fact that it's going to be known means that the results are going to come out clear and a little bit more understandable, actually more understandable to know that because of the diabetes, this person is actually facing this and this and that. And because this one was actually healthy and did not have any underlying diseases, this is the result of this and this and that. So it's actually going to be explained and laid out clearly to us. Yeah. I totally agree with her points. And actually, there has to be a certain system that's followed before people are actually put into the vaccine. It's not as though people just go and say, yo, can we just check this out on you? Will it work or will it not? There has to be information that's captured so that we know and the people that are going to be doing those vaccinations are actually sure that there's a vaccine is going to be safe for the people that are going to be participating. Melinda also mentioned a point about people actually volunteering. It's a good thing because the moment we introduce like an economic benefit to it, then people will be compelled to actually participate just to get the return, right? Not necessarily so that we save the country and actually see how the vaccine goes. Okay, Linda. Implementing vaccines on human bodies actually has the side effects. So what about those side effects? Are you not putting that into consideration? Because either one way or the other, it's going to affect us. But then with this COVID, if we get Omshongyan, it's going to cure you and it's going to protect you. And at the same time, it's strengthening your immune system. And it does not have any other side effects. Okay, Lindy, I hear you You're talking about umshanyane, right, which yes. is a natural herb. Right. Okay, fine. We do not have a solid proof that it does not have effects, no. right? Oh. Allow me, can we I have do. a chance, please? So, is that you're thinking, or is from proper research? What if somebody is allergic to the umshanyane, yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. I'm but, talking about allergies. All we are saying is, whether it's natural or not, but it can still have a negative impact on, partic- on someone else's immune system. Yeah. Right, that's fine. But still, at the same time, they are garlic, these lemon, these, there's a lot when it comes to natural remedies. Okay. Yeah. Other okay. than umshonyane. Yes. Umshonyane is one of them most effective ones, but there are other natural remedies that can still cure this person, even if they are allergic to... Okay, um, I'm not disputing the fact that the natural herbs can cure the person, but I'm bringing in the allergies factor here. As much as this is a scientific design and it's a vaccine, and it, it might have side effects, there are scientific ways to reduce the effects and everything, but then my question is, what do we do about a person who is allergic to garlic? What do we do about a person who is allergic to umshonyane? Herbal remedies are always better than medical science things that you guys okay. produce. I am not they're always safer that. and they always have less side effects. What I'm trying to bring here is that at the same time, the person might have some reactions to those natural herbs, right? As much as the vaccine might have side effects, 
Now, the fact of how the vaccine should be produced is something else. For instance, Madagascar did come with a vaccine that was more natural, herbs and all yes. that stuff. Should it have been proven that it works on people, then that supply should be produced throughout the world. Now, we also have problems regarding like the supply. Will it be enough for the amount of people that need to be using that, that herb? Do we have enough resources yes, to yes, distribute yes. it throughout the world? Do, is it enough okay, in the world? So now, because this is what you need to understand, if you go and find a herb and use it, then it works. It doesn't mean you can use it on everyone else. And the responsibilities that the doctors and the companies that are finding and funding these vaccines have to go through scientific research to prove that it's actually going to work to everyone, not just a particular group of people, not driven by cultural beliefs, not driven by anything else of like certain background biases. So that's what we're talking about here. When we are saying a vaccine that's actually going to work internationally all around the world, it has to be something that's scientifically proven and it's something that has to be enough supply that it can cater for everyone else, not just a particular group of people. This is 77%. We are talking to the youth in South Africa to find out if they should participate in this clinical trials and you hear the argument is hot now, but we are going to end it here. I want to give them just a chance to say their last words to the youth of Africa. Some are saying, let's go for natural help. Some are saying, let's go for the trials so that we've got uh, a scientific vaccine. Lindy, you're saying no vaccine, but natural helps. Yes, no vaccine, natural helps. Vaccines have <laughs> their side effects and natural helps are there to heal and cure us. Yes, I'm with very much with my friend here, Ulindi. This vaccination thing, we don't even have full information about it. It doesn't even make sense to me. I don't think it will make sense to other fellow South Africans. Lita, your closing remarks. First of all, this admit the fact and understand that we are within the pandemic and it has killed a lot of people. So rather than seeing the risk that the vaccines would come with, I'd prefer that we look at it from an eye of a perspective and a perspective where we see the opportunity that it comes with. Belinda, you agree? Yes, I strongly agree. And taking that, the youth forms the future. The youth is the economic backbone and it's strong and vibrant and stuff. We need to make sure that we protect our future and we need to also look at things from both sides. Let's also take note of the advantages that come along with taking the vaccine. We have to end it there. Youth of Africa have heard for ourselves. Others are saying, let's go for the trials. Others are saying, let's go more natural. From me, Tuzokumalo is bye for now. So those are the youth of South Africa. If vaccines can save lives, then that is good news, right? No. <laughs> that is not what you are telling us on Facebook. Imbe Benjamin Ninyam says the Americas, Europe, and Asia have thousands and thousands of COVID-19 deaths and infections. They need this vaccine more than Africa. So doing a trial on the continent uh, where COVID-19 cases are limited, hmm, I smell nefarious intent. And Ukechuku Iwanchike says, God forbid, and I'm sure he must have been snapping his finger when he said this, Whoever takes part in this evil plan, God will never spare that person. And Arnold Ipanti says it's a welcomed idea. It's another step forward for human progress. And Glorious Gracious says, say no to vaccines. Pardon me if I mispronounce your name. Uh, Marie Weisenmaid says, people, read and inform yourselves. This is not the very first trial worldwide. It is the first trial on the African continent, which is taking place in South Africa. 
She's absolutely right. But I, I get it. Vaccines are controversial around the world. And I also understand that in Africa, a history of sometimes unethical trials have not helped. To make matters worse, a couple of months ago, some French scientists said that Africa could be used as a testing lab for these trials. That hasn't really helped matters in Gambia, where people are still quite skeptical about these trials. I do hear a lot of people are saying, okay, we are blacks, Africans, we should not be involved in the process. But the thing is that if Africans or black people are not involved, how do we know that the vaccine is going to work for on us? I'm not one of those who will outright reject it. If it's going to benefit humanity, um, I see people dying and they're desperate to create a vaccine for, for it. I would be willing to listen. I would be glad to participate. Why? Because we live in a global pandemic. And then right now, despite the fact that Gambia, we have import cases, but it's going to help. Definitely, I will not participate. Yes, I will. But at least probably I would need a lot of advice to make me believe that at the end of the day, I'm not going to have any health hazards. As a young Gambian, I don't even believe in corona because I don't see someone who has corona and I don't know somebody who knows somebody that has corona. So why would I go for something, for a vaccine that I believe the sickness does not even exist? Those were some Gambian voices telling us how they feel about vaccine trials. But despite the bad reputation, Helen Rees, who is the chairperson of the South African Health Product Regulatory Authority, says everything will be done to ensure nothing endangers the lives of those who are involved. Every study of this nature will have an independent monitoring board that will look regularly at the data to see if there are any safety signals and really monitor what's happening with the study. But in addition to that, we have in South Africa very strong ethics committees and a very strong regulatory authority uh, that oversee clinical trials. Helen Rees is a chairperson of the South African Health Products Regulatory Authority. Vaccines are important. That is a simple fact. They have led to the eradication of smallpox and polio in many African countries. I remember that as a child, I was immunized against some diseases. And the process of immunization has helped many young children grow into adulthood. So think about that a bit when you decide to dismiss vaccines in total. That is our show for today. If you like it, you can get more of this. Go onto our page dw.com forward slash Africa. You can also find our videos on YouTube at dwafrica77%. I am Michael Luti, and as always, thanks for listening. Blood bad front page all the